Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Mother Connection Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about guilt in motherhood, and I don't think that needs some big introduction or explanation. I think it's fair to say that all mothers experience varying degrees of guilt. And today I wanted to dive into helping you understand your guilt and where it's really coming from, because I think it's one of the most important skills that mothers can develop to help ourselves not take away guilt, but lessen and manage our feelings of guilt. So the first thing I'm not going to tell you is to stop feeling guilty because it is normal in life for us to feel guilty, but also I'd say only psychopaths don't feel guilt. And actually, guilt can teach us a lot when we know how to work with it. 80% of the guilt that you're feeling isn't guilt at all. And we've started, what I've noticed anyway, is we've started using guilt as a blanket term to describe our feelings and reactions that are not actually guilt at all. And I'm going to break this down for you. We have two categories of guilt. The first one is reasonable guilt. And the second one is unreasonable guilt. So let's start with reasonable guilt. This type of guilt, you're probably experiencing about 20% of the time when you talk about having mum guilt. And reasonable guilt is when you've acted in a way that doesn't quite align to your values or who you want to be. And you feel understandably guilty about that. So just to bring this to life, I wanted to share an example. If we want to be a calm and connected mother and we find ourselves constantly screaming at our children for everything that they do, we would probably feel understandably guilty about that. We're not behaving in a way that aligns with our values of feeling connected and calm. And the trick here is not to change our values, but to actually look at what is going on for us. What do we need to do? So what action do we need to take to realign back to who we want to be? So just to continue with that shouting analogy, are we shouting all the time because we're stressed and overwhelmed? Are we feeling resentful or are we feeling exhausted? Or maybe there's something bigger going on for us, like we're unhappy in our marriage or we've been at risk, we've been put at risk at work. So we need to look inwards and then empower ourselves to take action. So the first step is always, always, always self-compassion and understanding. Recognizing that you are doing your best based on the knowledge that you have, the tools and the resources that you have available to you right now. You're also human. You are not perfect. You are going to screw up, particularly in motherhood. So just taking that pressure off, removing that self-critic and just recognizing that you are doing the best that you can right now. And then here are two questions to ask yourself when you're experiencing that reasonable guilt. The first one is, what can I learn from this guilt? So what's the lesson that you can learn here? The second one is, what needs to change? So what action do you need to take to break that cycle of shouting at your children? So the, the lesson could be, okay, I'm feeling really overwhelmed right now because 
I'm committing to too many things. The action is, so what can I cancel or say no to right now that's going to support me in feeling less overwhelmed and therefore support me in in responding to my children in a way that feels more aligned to me? Or are you exhausted and therefore you're less patient with your children? And getting really honest with yourself, are you exhausted because you've been scrolling on your phone until midnight? That's the lesson. And then the action is, okay, so what boundaries do I need to set around my phone? Or maybe I need to commit to going to bed at 10 p.m. every night. Are you feeling resentful towards your partner? That's the lesson. Okay, I'm feeling resentful right now. And the action is, okay, so what I need to do is have an honest conversation with my partner and I need to ask them for more support. So these are some of the ways that you can start to learn and then take responsibility for your actions by understanding why you acted the way that you did without judgment, without beating yourself up, and then helping yourself to change how you respond in the future so that you can behave in a way with your children or any other situation that aligns to your values and how you feel good showing up in the world, how you feel good showing up as as a parent. So you can see, actually, we need reasonable guilt as humans to help us to stay true to ourselves and feel connected to others. So I'd really encourage you to try this. The next time that you feel this pang of guilt, view it as an opportunity to get curious. Ask yourself, okay, how am I behaving out of alignment with my values? Am I overwhelmed? Am I exhausted? What's causing this? And then what can I do next time to manage it better? What action do I need to take to support myself in responding in a different way that's more aligned to my values next time? Okay, so that is reasonable guilt. The second type of guilt is unreasonable guilt, which you're probably feeling 80% of the time when it's not guilt at all. This type of guilt is when you're measuring yourself against someone else's parental standards or someone else's standards. It's the external belief that you've internalized as to what a quote-unquote good mother should be. And that's from society, from media, from your family. And that's also known as the fantasy mother. So this pin-up version of who we feel we should be, which is often not realistic. And this is causing your inner critic to get really loud. And a great way of spotting when this is happening is when you use the word should in your vocabulary or in your internal um, dialogue. So that could look like I should be at every pickup or drop off or I should be doing bath time. Often when we use the word should, like I should be doing bath time, and we do the opposite, like we pass it on to our partner, or we decide to go out and see our girlfriends, that makes us wrong, right? You can see how that's happening. The word should feels very black and white, very right or wrong. So that's when you can notice that you're in unreasonable guilt when your critic is at play. You'll also be experiencing unreasonable guilt when you take on someone else's feelings or reactions to something that you've said or done. 
So again, maybe that's when your partner feels really frustrated because you're going out with your girlfriends for, for an evening, for a meal, whatever it might be, and you can't do bedtime. And then what happens is you're absorbing that feeling. You're taking that person's emotions onto yourself, and that's what's making you feel guilty. So just to bring unreasonable guilt to life a bit more, here are just some examples that I want you to think about that maybe you experience. So maybe you feel guilty for not cooking home-cooked meals every day for your children. Maybe you feel guilty for not playing enough with your children or feeling guilty for working full-time. Or maybe something smaller, like you feel guilty for buying them a birthday cake instead of making it. The reason why unreasonable guilt comes up more often is because we haven't defined what our values and goals of parenting are. So what happens is we end up measuring ourselves by some undefined idea of perfection and then we feel guilty because we don't meet that. And that's when it becomes really easy to lose perspective of what is important to us. So how do you support yourself with this? What I'd really encourage you to do is start by writing down your top five values for your family and then how do you want to live them in your day-to-day interactions. So choose questions based on a particular area in parenting that that you're experiencing unreasonable guilt. So one of, if not the top area I hear from mothers experiencing unreasonable guilt is for not playing enough with their children. So I'm going to stick with this and some example questions that you could ask yourself with that particular scenario is, okay, so how many hours would I like to play with my children in a day or in a week? To get really specific about that, what's realistic given your circumstances? That's really important. Don't set yourself an unrealistic amount of time that you're not going to meet because you're just going to spiral into more guilt about not being able to achieve that standard. So get really realistic about the amount of hours or minutes that you can spend with your children on a day-to-day basis or on a weekly basis. So what is realistic given all the other things that you have going on at at the moment? The hours that you're working, the hours that they are at school or at nursery, the hours that you're potentially cooking or cleaning or caring for a parent. Really think about that as well. So what amount of time feels right for you? You can kind of experiment with this. Maybe you want to do 15 minutes to start with and just see how that feels for you. And then finally, how are you going to commit to this? How are you going to hold yourself accountable to this? That's really important. So once that's defined, you're less likely to feel guilty for not playing with them all the time. Like when we're at home, we should always, there's the should language there, we should always be playing with our children. But we know logically that's not realistic. So once that's defined, then we are less likely to feel guilty for not playing with them all the time. Because that's not what's reasonable for us. That's not what's reasonable for our setup, for our family. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking, actually, yeah, I do experience high levels of unreasonable guilt, 
then you need to start assessing what is reasonable and good enough for you and for your family. That is going to look different for each and every one of us. So many of us are unconsciously trying to live up to this fantasy mother version of ourselves. And if you missed it, I really recommend that you go check out season two where I talk about this fantasy mother persona. To lessen unreasonable guilt, we've got to start getting clear on what is important to us and our family. And then we need to do a good enough job on the rest. So I hope that you found this episode useful. I'd love to know what you thought of it. So come and say hi over on Instagram or Facebook. And if you feel that this episode would benefit another mother that you know, please do share it with her. As I said in the beginning, as mothers, we all struggle with guilt from one degree or another. And these kinds of tools can really support us in lessening that feeling of guilt, understanding it, and then learning to take action. If you're interested in working with me one-to-one, I do have spots available. The investment for my one-to-one coaching is going to be increasing from January. So if you've been on the fence, maybe you've been thinking about working with me, I'd really encourage you to act now. I am taking deposits to secure your space for the new year at the current investment. So I'll leave a link in the show notes to let you know about how you can work with me or you can DM me on Instagram with the word coaching and I'll send you some more information. Right, I'm going to leave it there. Have a lovely rest of your week and I will see you next Monday. Bye.